Uh, Stout, what have we talked about today on the Friday Pack with Stocking Stout? Uh, Montana's uh, platinum status, Mm. gold member airline miles venture card of a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we should see if we could get a deal with one of the credit card companies that they could give them double points for their Patreon Oh, man, we should talk to Boost Mobile or Cricket. <laughs> That's a good so idea. Like a handful of burner phones that we can just throw <laughs> out the window. Ooh, I need a burner phone anyway. That'd be great. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds owns Mint Mobile now, so. Oh, man. Let's let's get that. Ryan Dental. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, oh, man. You know, this is going to come as a surprise to the uh, regular listener, uh-huh. the single regular listener. Yep. We're going to discuss some zoning. No. Yep. Really? Wild. Why would we do that? Yep. Or you're going to find out how much a two-wheel drive tractor mower costs. Yep. Uh, we're going to discuss some people's ideas of how to do housing and why that's wrong. <laughs> and... <laughs> You're not supposed to build it out of two by four. <laughs> and we're going to find out from a person, Patty Webster, who's been in the business of working with housing and billings for a very long time and is very knowledgeable yeah. uh, about why that first person was wrong. <laughs> we have an exciting edition of No Context Pam. Uh, and we have a very, very rousing comment from... One, Frank the Hammer, former city council member and fisherman equipment building two-wheel drive Toyota driving. Yep. Ewald. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent an inordinate amount of time on that, man. He's not even on the fucking council. I know. We're just blabbing on about he's him. still there, he's though. Just a, he's just like a fountain of youth of horrible ideas yeah. and thoughts. It's incredible. It's he's old faithful. I mean, yeah. He's, he's structuring his speeches, I mean... Better and better every time. Not to say that they're good in any way. It's just he yeah. just gets angrier and angrier. He's kind of adopting the Kevin Nelson approach to uh, comment a little bit, but yeah. calling names, calling yeah. people names, and mm-hmm. yelling and telling the mayor to shut up. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not uh, that he told him to shut up, right? Yeah, no, he wouldn't do that, would he? <laughs> no, he wouldn't dream of no, it. No, I mean, this is a. This is public comment. These are elected officials that you should treat with respect, yep. and, and and you shouldn't trounce on them or belittle them in any way. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't do that, and we're not going to say that Frank does that. Absolutely. Why? Why would he? I mean, he's a full-grown nine-thousand-year-old human being <laughs> that Absolutely. would not do anything of the such. Yep. All he wants to do is drive around in a dog park. Well, yeah. With this, with this campaign I mean, sign. What else are you supposed to do in a dog park? Walk your dog? Uh, no, Get I don't out think here. so. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll go over a, a fantastic guide uh, of how to recognize or how to, I don't know, filter breaking news stories from yeah. the organization on the media, yeah. uh, which will <laughs> point by point go through everything that Frank said in about a minute and a half and point out everything that he did wrong, which was everything. Yeah. And what Let's he did try right, not to be so reactionary. Nothing. That's what I feel the council is right now, very reactionary. Yeah. They're trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't even touch on community development block grant stuff. I'm sorry. But, I mean, CDBGs? EBDB, BNB, as I called it. <laughs> EBDB, BNB? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh, so... 
And the big ditch is full now. They just the big ditch is full. I mean, it's full of fish now. That means Lake Elmo's biggest brown trout I've ever caught. Really? Was when they drained that thing, and it's just caught in a pool. Just walked out and picked it's it up. Like, hey, look at that. <laughs> it's a brown trout. Does it count if you tackled it instead of caught it on a line? I think so. Okay, I'm in. This is America, right? I'm just, I'm just checking. I, I have no <laughs> dog in the fight. <laughs> it's like that part in Parks and Rec where Andy's standing inside Ron Swanson's mom's house. <laughs> and he runs into the closet just full of guns. <laughs> yeah. He's like, do you need this many guns? Like, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is, is this America? Then I don't have to answer <laughs> these stupid questions. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's fantastic. I think next year when they when they turn that shit off, we should give it a week and then uh, walk it. I think that would be a wonderful ASMR episode. Fuck we could yeah. do it in multiple sections. I mean, we could go. I mean, we could maybe get the beat up big, beautiful Washington apples. Yeah. Bored to let us walk through the rims in that thing. That'd be awesome. Shit, that'd be. Cool. I bet it's haunted. Has no, to we be. should do. Just because all the kids. It's a haunted died in episode. There. I mean, it's it's empty by October, right? Mm-hmm. We do a Halloween episode mm-hmm. in there. In there. In it. Absolutely. We could take our EKG. We could take everything. Whatever all that stuff is that yep. AJ has. Uh-huh. We're coming for you, AJ. <laughs> all right. It is Mother's Day 2022. Uh, 7.39 p.m. Uh, Stout sent me a text here. Oh, you're dead. No shit. You pooping? <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it's helpful texts. Text received. Uh, this is the Friday pack of Westocking Stout, uh, the High Life edition here on Billings south of the tracks. I don't know what dumped Studios 3.0. Uh, you just gave too many clues. Did I? Uh, I mean, we're north of the tracks. We are in a... Sure, we're south of the tracks, but which tracks? Exactly. Which, yeah, indeed. Um, I am Stocky. <laughs> Uh, across the, the dumb 3.0 studios is stout. Hi. <laughs> Drinking a uh, big wave Kona, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah, big wave golden ale. Excellent. Uh, I'm on the, I'm living the high life here. You sure are. That's a good way to live. It's a champagne of beers. Um, as we've learned in the past, you do not want to mix high life with scotch. It's not a good combo. <laughs> does not reflect well on the palate or your judgment, really. <laughs> So Can I wouldn't we? recommend that. This is a pro tip for you right off the bat. <laughs> That's what we do here. Pro tips and city council government in Billings, Montana. Yeah. Makes for a really long podcast. It sure does. <laughs> uh, we'll try to keep it concise. <laughs> no, probably not, but I'll, nope. do, I'll do my best uh, to do it. We got a, a month to catch up on like, like we do um, or like we have been doing. I keep saying. I'm just going to repeat it. I keep saying we're going to do more of these, but I think the month is kind of the nice little butter zone. And then we just don't get mired down, I think. Works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless we can find somebody who would be willing to get interviewed again. Yeah. One of these days. It'll yeah. happen. I imagine so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on uh, all your usual social meds. Um, there is an account on Twitter. I don't exactly know how to use it or really care to because Twitter is awful. Yeah. Toxic. Um, we're on the gram sometimes. We're also on Patreon. I mean, this this podcast, I mean, wouldn't happen without the generous donations of our loyal uh, RoboCop-level members, and we appreciate that. But if you would like to become a 
become a member. It's pretty easy. Go to patreon.com forward slash the Friday packet and you'll be able to sign up for a dollar to become a RoboCop level member and just continue with the awe-inspiring <laughs> content that infects your face every week. Oh. Okay, every month-ish or so. Um, so much awe. So much awe. So much shock and awe, <laughs> yeah. if you will. Uh, let us start with a four-hour and eight meeting, or four-hour and eight-minute meeting. There we go. Uh, which is a work session, April 18th, 2022. Uh We'll talk about a uh, friend of the show, longtime listener, part-time human being, uh, Kendall Cotton, who is the, I don't know if he's the CEO of the Frontier Institute, but they're a, a libertarian think tank um, that has solutions for maybe the housing crunch here in uh, good old Billings, Montana, the number one real estate market in all the land. Yeah. United States, right? I don't know. I just may be making that up, but I, I can tell you it's very expensive to live here now, and people are starting to flee. Yeah. Um, but before we get into Kendall, um, I guess we can – what is kind of uh, initiating this whole discussion is the lack of housing in the city. Um, and by lack of housing, I mean the lack of affordable places for people to – live, thrive, and prosper, and uh, I don't know if it counts as a barrier to it, um, but they're certainly not helping things with maybe their uh, opinions of what a, a subdivision may look like, and uh, maybe throwing some wrenches where they don't need to be. It's like someone asked for a 916th, and then you threw them a 10 millimeter. You're like, why did we need this? Doesn't work. Uh, but, it's, but it's still a wrench, right? Yeah, it's the wrench, but it's the wrong one. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Frank Neese likes to give, um, it's kind of got his MO. I mean, he started with downtown should be a shopping center. Yeah. Um, his colleague across the aisle may have said, uh, when I pull into a subdivision, I don't want to see duplexes, Multi-family. obviously when I go in there. Um, <laughs> poor but people, yeah, poor people. He starts with a salvo on what Thank you, Mayor. plan development um, I, should I be. Think that, um, we're both going to be the same as the last time. I, um, you know, as we talked to and looked at this last time, and we hear again today, I don't think the developer did enough due diligence on this property to um, really fully mitigate the concerns of the neighborhood. Um, I think that um, you know when when we look at the map, we're going to be. Um, pushing the kids to the north to go to school along an arterial route will probably more likely they'll go south along the, um, the route that's not arterial. Um, and it'll just take a little longer to get around to school and things like that. Um, you know, the connectivity, I think, uh, Councilman Gulick mentioned, I, I think we really need to look at that and it wouldn't be that difficult, but it is something that we as a city have to, and the planning have to actually put out before, as he said, it's probably not fair to make them, them build it all. Uh, there was the other subdivision that was built before there and they had, a, had an option there that we probably should have had that in the future plans. Um, Love future and I plans. think that, um, mm-hmm. and again, when I look at this, when I look at the zoning, uh, I don't think it, it's sensible to me to go from a, a, a low density to immediate high density. I think some of the characteristics of the property uh, maybe uh, lead it to be that way, but I, I still think there was more work that could have been done with the neighbors. 
to satisfy some of their um, uh, property, their complaints and the enjoyment of their private property. And I think we need to cons uh, consider that how these these developments going into there actually fit into there. And, and for that reason, I don't think it fits the 10 criteria. I don't think it is a good fit for the neighborhood. I think it's a fair fit. You know, it's, it's close, but I, you know, I don't like to put in uh, a you know, square peg in a round hole. Oh, I'd like to make sure that it fits well in there. So I hope that we see developers look at these things and really take a look at what the neighbors really, um, how they enjoy their property. Uh -huh. It may be really uh, lessen the impact that they have hmm. in the enjoyment of the property as they go to develop these properties in the future. So um, thank you very much. Homogeny above all else. Yeah. Frank Neese sort of went, or sorry. I'm, I don't want to confuse people. Roy Neese. Yeah, we call uh, him Frank Neese because he's basically Frankie Walt only in Roy Neese form. <laughs> so he makes he makes like uh, three different arguments, and then I don't say it contradicts what he says. He just sort he just sort of says everything out loud mm -hmm. on the whole subject, and then lands somewhere in the vicinity of I don't know what about how it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's a good fit. It's not a great fit. <laughs> It's wonderful, but not great. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of analogies. So the property he's discussing is right next to Trails West uh, in the far west of Billings. I don't even know if we can call it far west anymore, but it's right next to that. It's a small development. small, not small, but it's around 40, 50 acres. And uh, they're trying to develop out this little area, and it's right next to the brand-new middle school that's out there. Um, and he's worried that... What exactly? The character of the new one won't so this is match brand... the old one. Sure. So it has so to is... look the same. Okay, so we got to go five years in the past to match the yeah. houses there. Yeah. They, they're all okay. Yeah. All right. So we want. Well, obviously, all we want is the, is the roofs to match. Yeah. I mean, and a prime example. I mean, if if you want the neighborhoods to look the same, um, you should all have black roofs. Mm -hmm. Black asphalt roofs. Yep, 100%. I mean, which is literally mandated in Trails West that you have a black <laughs> asphalt oh, roof shit. on your house. Yes. It's in the covenants, huh? Mm -hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> so that's what it should look like. Um, so Roy thinks you shouldn't be able to tell which neighborhood is yours. Right. As you approach. He also thinks you should not be able to tell property owners what to do. But unless it's him, but unless it's he, I get I get so confused. I don't know how to word the argument against that. It's it's it seems to occupy two spaces in my mind that don't seem to want to agree with each other. So I shouldn't be able to tell property owners what to do, but he should. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. There Checks we go. Out. There okay. we go. Um, back to Kendall Cotton. We're I'm not going to you know bring up anything. I mean, once I heard the the, the term gentle density which was one of his uh, buzzwords, <laughs> yeah. I sort of mentally checked out. Sure. Um, uh, like we said at the beginning, he's a uh, leader of a think tank, a CEO. I don't know if, you, if you're at a 501c3, if you're a president, if you're a, a CEO, a CFO, uh, yeah. DTF, I don't know. <laughs> Is he the only one? Maybe. Maybe. No, there's, there's multiple people in this. They write blogs and, and stuff. Uh, their mission, as uh, I took off their web address in their about us section their mission if you will our mission founded in 2020 so it's long standing long standing a lot of history there proven their you know yeah. results uh, the frontier institute believes in solving problems with more freedom not more government ah. when government gets in the way 
of people pursuing their dreams, we elevate powerful stories and sound policy solutions to break down the barriers so all Montanas can survive. Okay. Or sur- thrive. Yeah. Surf, surf, thrive. Sir Thrive. Yep. Ooh, mm-hmm. buzzword. New buzzword. Mm-hmm. Uh, their principles are one, economic opportunity empowers people. Number one. Okay. What's number that two. Mean? <laughs> well, if you have the opportunity to, to take a job, um, much like uh, the Power Rangers, <laughs> you get more powerful when you're in a, in a team. Oh, right? Oh, yeah. Like if five dudes stand yeah. up and on top of each other and mm-hmm. form one huge dude, yep. then you can fight larger monsters. Yep. Okay. Checks out. Yep. Uh, number two, when Montanans control their own healthcare decisions, our communities thrive. Oh. So there's, there's that. Uh, number that three, responsible out. use of our abundant and beautiful land sustains the frontier way of life. Mm. Good old frontier way, the onward pioneers, if you will. Yep. Manifest destiny. Manifest destiny, indeed. Number four, respect for individual rights is essential to the spirit of the West. Okie doke. So do any of these things mean anything at all so far? I'm, I'm trying to parse it out. I mean, number much. five, a just, fair, and accurate criminal justice system best promotes public safety. Okay. Mm. Indeed. Uh Breezing through their goals, it's red tape relief, mm. fiscal responsibility, healthcare mm-hmm. reform, active forest management, and education freedom. Their strategy is to uh, exert policy and research commentary, educate our leaders and their constituents, and build coalitions. Education so it, freedom for who? Rich people? Well, not in some, so many terms, but maybe yeah. yes. Yeah, okay. Um so if if you if you're so inclined, you can go and uh, look up what they do and kind of just sort of shrug your shoulders and go, okay, <laughs> and whatever. It's all there pretty, you are. Pretty bland, meaningless stuff. Yeah, active forest management. I mean, I mean, whatever. Sounds good. Great. Uh, so sandwiched in this meeting, which I kind of liked. I don't know if the city did this on purpose. Uh, but Monica Plecker was there. Wyeth was there. Um, also, Patty Webster was asked to get up and uh, say a few things, you know, relevant to the Billings City um, housing situation. Sure. Someone has a plethora, a litany, a uh, cornucopia, a, uh, a sprawling <laughs> plethora. What's the sweater? Um <laughs> Stuff I can't think of any more adjectives. <laughs> <laughs> Patty Webster, uh, uh, I had to fast forward through Frank, which we'll we'll, we'll get back to. Oh, I kind of put him. I mis misordered him in the uh, the clip section, but we're gonna get back to it. But Patty's got some better things to say about maybe what we could do about housing and yeah. Billings. I think one of the important things is we're not talking enough about infill development and what is available already within the city instead of annexing, instead of doing all those things, I think we have a lot of opportunities that we're not talking about. And I think that's really important. Preach. I also think that we're not talking about housing quality standards. Well. (laughs) So even if we have landlords in a rental environment, are they keeping those units up to the standards that the neighbors want? That is super important. Yeah. So I think that needs to be part of the conversation as well. Thank you very much. Uh, Councilman Bruin. 
Patty, just two things. Can you remind us to Council Member Parrington's point how many vouchers we have lost or at risk of losing because of lack of supply of housing supply in the community? And then can you talk a little bit, I mean, you're sort of the expert at building high density living in this community, but generally without a lot of neighborhood conflict. So can you talk about how you sort of handle some of those NIMBY issues? <laughs> um, thank you, Council, Councilwoman Owen. She fucking regulates, um, I that's I will tell you a story. Our last development up in the Heights off of Sioux Lane, we purchased, and so when you talk about the question I think you had, Roy, is, well, how does it um, inhibit developers? Well, you look for land that has the zoning that you need to meet your project because that's how it all pencils out. If you have to have all those other legal costs to go through all of the other um, zone change requirements, et cetera, et cetera, and then for maybe it not to work out, then that's even a bigger problem, much more costly. <clears throat> Can affect right down to um, whether that project's gonna flow or not. We currently have 260 people out on the street with vouchers looking for housing. Is that all? 260. They cannot find units to rent. What Mr. Cotton is talking about, what the housing strategy will help us with is we're not gonna get caught again in this situation. Yes, the housing market is gonna change. It's gonna become a little softer. It's not gonna be like it was before though. We need to be prepared. We need to be able to build have enough housing built, more than enough housing built. As you heard from Mr. Leach before with the, with the bar, we're already a thousand units behind every single year in the building. That's fine. How do we get out of that? No big deal. Um, I wanna talk specifically to the amount that you said was um, on the vouchers. Um, we are currently at risk of losing over a half a million dollars in voucher funding assistance because we cannot lease up the current vouchers in units here in Millings. Now let's talk about the public-private partnership of that. Homefront currently pays to private partners in our community, private landlords, $750,000 a month. Jump change. With HAP assistance, housing assistance payments. Shit. If we cannot lease up vouchers, that private public partnership also goes away. Well. It's going to be a huge hit to private landlords. Uh, Patty, do you have some time to talk about freedom? I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, Boom. we're talking about active forest management here. I've been, I've been, I'm really hammering on that. But yeah, it's, when you're starting from behind, it's tough to make up. Sure is. Um, but, and, and when you, when you come in with sort of grand vague, proclamations it doesn't help anything i mean no. why why don't you go to a place like where patty and what they're doing on home front and start from there and work up not don't start with a presentation on what you think should probably happen with your zoning map which i didn't even bring up is zoning atlas which is a completely skewed not really i'm not really too impressed with kind of assessment of what the housing needs are um across the state they Inordinately focus on Missoula, Bozeman, um, west of the Continental Divide. And if you don't know where the Continental Divide is and you're not from Montana, well, get out of here. Yeah, leave. Yeah. You're not welcome. No, you go over to Homestake Pass. And as you, as you crest Homestake Pass outside of Butte, mm -hmm. you are west of the Continental Divide. If you pee there, 
It's going to the Pacific. Yeah. If you pee on the other side, it's going into the Brooklyn pit. Yep. It's <laughs> exactly right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but she had a lot more salient things to say i think um and some knowledge and experience in the uh right in the field right weird right it's almost like there's this sort of campaign money laying around and like what should we do it's like um you know what we should do we should start the frontier institute give it to this dipshit to go shoot his (laughs) mouth off (laughs) city council meetings (laughs) sorry that was a little on the nose well yeah um so yeah, uh, housing is an issue here in town. Uh, market rate is not great to pay if you're a human being. No, uh, that's wanting to survive. I mean, like she said, 260 people trying to uh, find housing. There Three, is none. 3,000 homeless people in Billings now. Well, that's not a big deal. No, I mean, that's fine. Nothing <laughs> to see here. Yep. Also on that meeting, the May 18th, 2022 agenda, um, I didn't want to make this a, another three-hour episode, but uh, the land use and development process in that uh, meeting discussion was incredibly valued. So they did take a hypothetical uh, development on the West End, 62nd and Rimrock, I believe it was, and they sort of walked through the whole process, like when the city gets involved, when the developer is getting involved, what sure. process, you know, decisions made need to be made in, in that. So if you're really into it, I would uh, go back and listen to that episode, and you can listen to Monica Plecker and a little bit of Wyeth Friday talk about uh, what the whole process is, how they how they go through it. Um, that's at the 147, hour 47 mark of that meeting. <laughs> you're welcome. making lesson. Yeah. If you want to watch that, that would it's, it's a, uh, a wonderful uh not introduction. It's just a wonderful overview of what the city does, and is, you should go and watch it. Um, should I? I want to throw in. We got an email from our good friend. Oh man, did we ever regarding the uh, one of the? I didn't realize you could say the f word that many times in an email. But yeah, it was rough. It was rough. It was rough. My phone was smoking by the time I got done reading it. <laughs> it really was. I mean, <laughs> my lithium ion battery. <laughs> was ionized. It was ionized. Yeah. Um, he pointed out, I've always gotten these mixed up. He, <laughs> she, they, they pointed out that how, the, how to remember the, uh, park parking garage names. Oh yeah. So here's, here's the guide. <laughs> he says, I'd like to offer one minor correction about the garage where the Portland Lou is going. I believe you said park one, but it's park three. They're easy to remember. Park three is on second Avenue North. Park two is on first Avenue North and park one is on third <laughs> Avenue North. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, really nice. Real, real nice. And then he has some nice points of view uh, given. Um, <laughs> I think we should just refer to the group as the Pammer. Oh, Pammer. <laughs> Pam and Hammer. Pam and Hammer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Arm and Pammer. Yeah. Yep, Arm and Pammer. Uh, so, yeah, anyway. Thanks for uh, thanks for emailing us. Yeah, it was nice. Thank you, man. Yeah, badass. Yeah, sure, sure <coughs> was. Um, let's go to you know. I mean, after that, I mean, just a, just a wonderful email from a a dear listener. I mean, I mean, it couldn't get any better than that. I mean, 
Let's keep, let's just keep the good vibes going here. Absolutely. I mean, that's really what we want to do. Let's get into it. Yeah, so let's go Sacramento on. Here. Oh, God. Scott Jones told Fox Digital News, the best predicator of Hammer. predictor of future behavior is past <laughs> conduct. And violent people, they're going to be violent when they get out. Oh, God. That's what we've seen here, Jones said. <laughs> so <clears throat> this never happened in Sacramento before. Ever. It's never happened in Billings before. Nothing has ever but happened. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Yep. And the more we keep getting here, the better chance it's going to be. Mm. And an analogy that uh, okay. mm. I was going to give you guys last. Better wrap up. Uh, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. It's early. You got plenty of time. I remember spending until <laughs> 11 o'clock here. So. Hammer. The analogy is when okay. the bathtub is running Fuck over, you. you can't grab enough towels. To keep the flood from going any farther, the only way you can stop it is turning off the tap or pulling the plug. Plug in. Okay. Plug in thank, you, thank you for your time. Yep. And then can I, on another subject matter, please? Please. Why not? Uh, I'll step back and then I'll come back. <laughs> okay. Doesn't quite work that way, but uh, we, we we had a, there's a special uh, grace for former council members. So if you can make That's it real a good quick, word for it. something that needs to be taken care of. Hammer is how public comment on non-agenda <laughs> items is handled. Have people talk too goddamn uh, long, last Frank? Last time we were here, the three people, the, the mother and the son who was an attorney spoke. Names? Uh-huh. They were Those leaving. People. I had to talk them into sticking around. They provided some really good information. But they sat there for an hour and a half, and they were tired of sitting here. Oh, so man. in other cities, they either do it first thing, before the council, after the, all the formality crap. Sure. And then, yes. uh, the Jesus, or, the Jesus and stuff. Right after break at 7.30, you shut everything off, take public comment on the right. agenda of items. Shut it all down. And then everybody knows from the public when they can come there and be heard on different matters. Why don't you just fucking get it done before okay. 7.30? Thank you very much. Thank you. Hammer, hammer. Oh, I meet until 11. So there's, there's a good friend, Frank the Hammer, coming mm. in extra, extra spicy. So that whole section was over the three-minute comment period. Uh-huh. So I, I cut off all this shit that was before, but someone's been listening to Fox News. Uh-huh. Fox Digital Media. Fox Digital Media. Top um, shelf stuff. Top shelf stuff. So Frank, we, we kind of hammer on Frank because, well, Frank is awful. Frank needs it. He does. Um, so I thought I'd reference one of, my, one of my personal favorite podcasts if you're looking for good reporting, uh, just good stories, and just well-done uh, news in general uh, on the media. Um, they put out a breaking news consumer's handbook, which I kind of refer to. Um, they've done poverty. They've done Supreme Court editions. They've done yeah, all sorts of stuff. stuff. They're, they're just good to uh, center your thoughts so they're not all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, you're able to make you know, more informed decisions and, and sort of cut through the bullshit, mm. which was kind of what was spewing from his mouth, like yeah. saying <laughs> no that's shit. never happened in San Sacramento before or yeah. it's never happened in Billings. Yeah, there's never been crime, nope. ever. So number one on their list is uh, beware of stories in which police source uh, dominate. So these include high-ranking officials, police unions, and former cop, apod- cop academics and, of course, anonymous officers. Mm. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Number two, consider uh, if communities disproportionately affected by crime and policing are given a voice. Um, do you hear from neighbors, family members, and community leaders? Uh, number three, if a story blames a single issue, 
Frank, mm-hmm. uh, say bail reform, uh, or focuses uh, only on individual people, soft on crime judges and prosecutors, it's likely missing <laughs> important context about larger criminal legal system. <laughs> Do you think? (laughs) Number four, language choices are important. Watch out for language that dehumanizes suspects and or victims. Terms like perp, felon, convict, gang gang member, and thug. Oh, yeah. In other cases, passive voices and seemingly neutral language can obscure wrongdoing by police. Example, officer-involved shooting. Mm -hmm. Uh, When it comes to crime data, the picture is often incomplete. Avoid month-to-month or even year-to-year comparisons. You're still safer now than you were 10 to 20 years ago. Percentage increases are misleading. Remember, going from 10 robberies a year to 12 robberies a year is a 20% increase, but the baseline numbers are low. Uh, Number six, if the story prescribes solutions to crime, consider who is proposing the changes Mm -hmm. and whether their policy suggestions serve the wider community or only themselves. Number seven, crime is the only... Is the only one challenge to public safety. Yeah. Look for news on other beats for balance, you know, housing, transit, environment, mm-hmm. labor, climate, mm-hmm. etc. So yeah. I think that's a lot better way to contextualize what's coming out of that person's uh, opinion and purview. Because this seems to be uh, his sole uh, mission in life, if you will, to come to council and yell at the mayor and then... Get the perps out of here. Get the perps out of here. Yep. Boy, he just he hit every one of those points, didn't he? I know, right? In, it's like almost in like a sequential order. In it's like a minute like... and a half. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. He really got after it. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Frank. You're the best. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see you in four years when you run again. Oh, let him brief. Let him be Frank for you. So there was Frank at the end of the. I believe it was the April twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Uh, meeting, which is a regular session agenda. One of the bigger ones I saw in there was a contract for uh, Motorola in the consent agenda for public safety radio systems for $10,495,000. Seems like a lot. Sure does. Uh, and also the landfill repairs. Uh, so they're with Swank Enterprise, you know, uh, pre-construction services co- contract. So they are uh, finally getting around to... Uh, Fixing what happened at the dump. The burn. The burn at the dump. The fire. The fire at the dump. All the right. Fire down below, if you will. Yeah, yeah. they got one thing in common. <laughs> you goddamn right they do. They got a burning mattress in their building. They I sure think do. That's how that song goes. Yep. <laughs> so that'll get fixed here eventually, and people will stop having to go back to class four or I think class A or B. Yeah, I can't. Sending them. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Class A, class C, and class four. <laughs> Those are the three areas yeah. out there. <laughs> it's like trying to find the parking garages downtown. Yeah, absolutely right. I don't know. This is on that one. Zone changes. A lot of zone changes on here. Uh, Zoo Drive and Shiloh Road. Oh, they were talking a little bit about the new Costco. Why? I mean, this is Montana. Why, why shouldn't we talk about Costco? Yeah. Yeah. They're putting in a new Costco, or they're moving the Costco that is in town. They're moving it further west out to the zoo drive area which is causing consternation among housewives and oh. house husbands all over the city it's the end of the world on facebook oh my god that's hilarious it really, to read. really ch- tackling the important issues here yep absolutely. this was a five hour and 11 minute meeting that i slogged through a little bit 
let us move on to, uh, let's see, May 2nd. Yeah. Oh, man, we're, we're cruising right along here, buddy. We're talking budgets. Oh, boy. We're getting into budget season here. Um, and the first budget, really, this is a three-hour meeting, which wasn't, you know, too bad at all. Relatively quick. Uh, uh, department budget budget presentations, administration, mayor and council, finance, human resources, legal and library. Um, you want some numbers? Who doesn't want numbers? I mean, numbers are great. I love numbers. I love no context numbers too. Yep. Um, you also, what I do like uh, better than that is. Uh, I can thank you for that email. That that helped, and it was you laid it out really well, and I appreciate it. Um, so I did have the question about the quasi-judicial, so I hope that that is addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, the zoning map, just as an observation, <coughs> said this before, whenever they have those zoning maps, I mean, I've been in buildings for quite a while, and they usually pretty much know my way around, even though I can't back up, but I still know my way around going forward. If you could the do fuck? some better job of of orientation where they are where the the main you know that bird's eye view sometimes helps uh anyways uh no context numbers here uh uh fiscal year 2023 budgeted enter expense by class uh fiscal year 2023 stout uh personnel services what what Throw out a, a, a wag, as I call it, a wild ass guess. Personnel services. Yes, yeah, for the fiscal year 2023. <clears throat> what are you thinking? I'll give you a hint $180,000. Low. Okay. Low. You're going to want to go higher. Okay. $184,000. <laughs> Getting closer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know the way it's uh, written on here. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a 103 comma 398 mm-hmm. comma and a 306. Okay, so 103 million 398,306 dollars. Yeah. For that was, a, that's a, that was pretty that's close. An enormous, enormous number. Personal services. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, cool. Operations and maintenance. I'm a guess. Uh huh. 100,493,769 dollars. Shit. Was I close? Yes. Okay. You're very close. <laughs> You're exactly right. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, capital debt service. I mean, what's budgets the, are budgets. What's, uh, what's the, that's the total city proposed budget? I'm glad you asked out. I mean, thank you. As a, as a numbers man, I really enjoy compiling Excel spreadsheets to their logical conclusion, which yep. uh, the city of Billings, we've got 503,000, 503,586,000. Eight hundred and forty-nine dollars and no cents. Apparently, we're just rounding up. Oh, yeah, we're just gonna take that and just put it off in a separate account, like Nobody. Superman, fucking three. I think that was or Nobody Superman tell two. Frank Ewald. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cents on there, Frank. There's got you know it's not working out to the exact dollar. You better get to the oh, bottom of that shit. Oh, I know, right? I think it was Superman four, the one where Richard Pryor was in. And he yeah. came up with that computer program that rounded stuff down. The same one from Office also Space. A, yeah. The same, same premise. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm burpy today, and I apologize about that. that but that's totally fine. I've heard from listeners that that's one of the more enjoyable parts <laughs> of the entire program. So, 
Here's the weird thing. This is Three the time of plus. year where there's a city council meeting on Monday and Tuesday night when they go over when they go over uh, budgets. Yep, and they do it every year. Yep, because by God, why not? Two weeks in a row. Because sure. there's not. Well, it would be impossible for these departments to email their budgets to city council members well, and have yeah. them just look at it mm-hmm. and then walk up and say, you've seen the budget, the proposed budget in my email. Are there any questions? Yeah. Rather than give a 30-minute goddamn well, presentation. I mean, I mean, when you were a kid and you did a finger paint and gave it to your parents, did you just go, here's my finger paint, and then walk away? No, you Fuck just, no. You blabbed on for 20 minutes Absolutely. about how that unicorn is Break about it. to go to the beach. Break and it down. A, yeah. Absolutely. Fuck, dude. This is budget finger painting. Mm-hmm. And there's the episode title. Mm-hmm. Budget finger painting. <laughs> it's beautiful. So if you start watching uh, Council uh, around this time, you're going to get uh, double your pleasure, double your fun. You're going to get a double mint gum of budget talk. <laughs> and then probably Frank coming up to the microphone and telling you that poor people are about come and steal your car and yep live in dense housing can you imagine that living in dense housing mm-hmm. awful oh, i did not see that what there was a special presentation by the continuum of care at the end of the may 9th meeting oh really i must have missed that one. Oh, it's not even may 9th yet yeah no it's Jesus that's tomorrow Christ, night. i am a moron uh i'm really getting it together here today that's all right dude coc at the end yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. All right. Well, let's let's stick to the meetings that have just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, guess what's happening tomorrow night at City Council? Um, bunch of fucking zone changes. Oh goddamn it again. Yep. Hours and hours and hours of discussion about zone changes. When are they going to get this figured out? Predominantly by the party of smaller government. All right. I think we need to. Uh, what are some of the ones you've seen on, seen on regular business ones that have kind of cut you right? One of the big, biggest ones I saw was a giant distribution center, a 275,000-square-foot distribution center that is going on, uh, oh, God, right next to Torgerson's, right next to that Fastenal on that road down on that side of town. They're building a massive, massive distribution warehouse down there that kind of just... I didn't want to say glossed over, but it was just like, this is a big building. Cool. What's it, what's it for? You know when? Uh, Damn it. Where is it? When Jeff Speck and Chuck Marone came to town, you and gave their commies? gave their yeah, um, a copy of Jeff's book and Chuck's book were donated by the local bookstore. Oh boy! To every member of city council. Holy shit! And one member gave it back. Who is this? Pam. Not even willing to look at the book. That's nice, Pam. Thanks. Yep. Appreciate you. Uh, oh, I found it. Okay. I found it. I, it was on the floor. I don't know how it got there. All right. Um, uh, it's the uh, tax increment financing for, uh, they're going to call this Billings Logistics Center 1 LLC. Okay. Which is a really, really creative name. Is this an Amazon fulfillment center? It's got the ooh, it's got the, the tinge of that, but it does, this, doesn't it? It's a uh, it's a lot. So they were granted million dollars in TIF funding, okay? Because the the boundaries have 
expanded over there Changed recently. Somewhat. Okay. Recently. Yeah. Very recently. Um. So this is on thirty two eighteen and thirty five oh eight South Frontage Road. Um. I'll look that up. Give a million dollars, but this thing is a massive just distribution center for I don't know what exactly. I'm guessing uh, fulfillment stuff. Yeah, one would assume. 3218 South Frontage Road. So that's going to be between, oh, it's right across the interstate from the jail. Checks out. Yeah. I think I got it figured out. I know what it's going to be. It? It's going to be a, a place to distribute parolees. Ooh, finally. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go, Frank. It's a sober housing facility, Frank. There we go. <laughs> Jeez. Figuring problems out. So that was one of the bigger ones that kind of got glossed over, but that's kind of massive. Costco's moving around. That's wild. Uh, airport's <clears throat> getting fucking enormous up there. Mm-hmm. What else? Building skyscrapers in downtown. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> People are going to ride bikes. There's gonna, probably going to be a bike lane somewhere. Oh, my God. No, Could you no, imagine? no, no. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Please not. No. Not walkable. Uh... Um, Turnarounds happening across, I mean, not across from us. Over and down by the south side somewhere. 67. Yep. <laughs> That's happening. A lot of people are in town spending monies. Felipe 66. Yes. Jeez. Lots, lots of Texas license plates still around. Sure are. Uh, the city purchased a 2022 tracked excavator from tractor and equipment for $101,000 and eight mm-hmm. and eight cents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a two-wheel drive lawnmower tractor for eighty-eight thousand dollars. Just seems like a lot. Yep, but I, I think I, so too. I imagine they get good use out of those. So there's another, uh, you know, preliminary subsequent minor plat at St. Vincent Health Subdivision. Shocking. Which were that uh, new Vista? What do you call it? It's not Mont Vista. It's a Vista something. They're doing the nurses. Not nurses. They're doing the. <laughs> God damn it! Poly Vista. No. The big, it's not a hospital. It's a, it's a training college. The college way up on the west end. Oh that, that big, yeah, massive thing. Rocky Vista. Yep. Uh, the like medical college. One of the, It's not PAs. It's not registered nurses. It's College of Osteopathic Medicine. There you go. There Osteopathic. Montana College of Osteopathic Medicine. So all that to say that they're plotting out more, more properties in that area i mean that place is about to explode with yeah i don't know or the uh, ophthalmologists and uh dentists. yeah uh, rocky vista university mm. yep you're right rocky vista rocky, rocky vista. vista university montana college of osteopathic medicine they are not recruiting accepting applications from or admitting prospective students <laughs> and they never will <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, also on that was Federal Highway Administration grant for the Interbelt Loop and Skyline Trail, eleven million dollars, oh. six hundred fifty-six thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. We got a contract. It's signed. It's moving forward. Yep. Didn't hear Frank talk about that one. That's exciting. Surprising. Very surprising. Yeah. 
the West Taxi Lane Extension Program or project. I think it's I think it's important for us to reiterate our position on belt loops. We think they should be outside the pants. Yes. Outer belt loops, not inner belt loops. Right. I mean, well, maybe we're just not thinking inside the box. I mean, <laughs> the pants box. Yeah. I mean, who's to say that the belt loops can't be on the inside? Well, I mean, eleven Have million we ever tried it? says it can. Okay. <laughs> Checks out. Yep. Anyway. Checks out. Uh, I'm reading for the May 9th agenda again. Mm. So all this is just future, future talk. But who knows how it's gonna go? Who knows? Who knows? But we know we got a we got a presentation from the Continuum of Care. Uh, it's a special presentation, if you will. Yeah. Uh, it's a you know World of Disney kind of presentation. So <laughs> it's, it's a Sunday night Disney Sunday night family movie. Yeah. Oh, dude, that that takes me back. Um, I miss watching movies like that. Me too. On I don't TV. know if it's just nostalgia or if it's just the anticipation of watching the Disney movie. Yeah, there was too many fucking commercials on it, but oh, dude. I could I could go with the like the feature presentation, just you know CGI at the beginning, just to sort of get you in the mood. Oh, and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, this absolutely TGIF or Saturday Disney movie. You know, you get to listen to Rich Eisner at the beginning. Is it Rich Eisner? The old Disney dude. Yeah, who'd announce it all. Yeah, he would talk about the movie a little bit. And he's like, this is a movie where you get to watch a mother get shot by a hunter and then you cry for 20 <laughs> <Damn> minutes. straight. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, oh, Jesus. I liked it because it was like, take you three hours to watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids because all the ads and that shit. Mm-hmm. That was gnarly. I think I watched both those movies in the theaters. Did you? Mm-hmm. Good. Rick Moranis. I did too. Damn straight, Rick. Yeah. Seems like a good guy. What else is going on in town? Um, Nothing. Last night, uh, some dude got stabbed at South Park, but I mean. Yeah, that's going to happen. I did some weeding out front, uh, found about 10 needles, so there's that. In in your, out front of the dump, yep. wherever that might be? Yep, that's uh, not on a busy street anywhere. Nope. That's interesting. Um, what else? Diabetes. I'm sure Diabetes. it's Yep, yep. Don't worry about it. Don't even think about it. Uh. Women's run was today, yesterday. Yesterday? Yep. How'd Saturday. That I don't know. I wasn't there. You weren't? I didn't go. Oh, no. that's not your event, is it? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. No, thanks. Not even set out the barriers? Nope. Wow. Nope. I Jesus. put out the uh, no parking tags with the boys. All right. And uh, then went out of town. Mm-hmm. Best way to spend those few minutes. Where'd you go? Red Lodge. Red Lodge? Staff yeah. retreat all day Friday. Stayed the night. Wow. Beautiful time. My God. Go to yeah. Fox, did you? No. No. <laughs> wow. No. No. Slight burn. Yeah. Oh, God, I hope he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't in Red Lodge. I was doing something. Other else. direction. Places with things. Heisham. Heisham, yes. Heisham, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, no, it was, it was all right. Just stayed the night and blasted back on Sunday. Nice. We got, uh, I don't know, pretty busy summer coming up, it looks like. In the city of Billings. Yeah, live after five. I mean, there's concerts at skate parks. Mm-hmm. That's a little weird. Yep. Concerts uh, at Metro. Yeah. Yep. That'd I think, be weird. Did we go over that already? Not a fan. On the podcast? Yeah. yeah. I'm not a fan at all. I'm not either. I'm I'm, I'm probably out this year. Yeah. I would like to see St. Paul and the Broken Bones. But yeah. <laughs> I YouTube. Could, I could, you know, probably stay away from Leonard Skinner because, yeah. you know, they're all dead. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, Watergate does bother me. Sure does. 
Does your conscience bother you? Well, maybe a little bit. I know the truth. Sweet home, North Dakota. <laughs> a southern man doesn't need him around anyhow. They don't need a lot of things, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. I just, half the appeal of Blues Fest is walking around downtown and going to a restaurant and staggering over there and wandering around. And yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. It's almost like someone moved to the Metro board and was like, I have an idea. I've got an idea. <laughs> Which... They seem to be having troubles down there with the, the commissioners. Yeah. One of the stories I read was they, they – so one of the bigger supporters of, of Metra here in the great state of Montana is Nile. A lot of uh, 4-H, a lot of FFA, a lot of rodeo, a lot of PBR. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just, you know, started tearing down barns without any real plan to necessarily replace them. Or, Put them back up. Yeah, and they weren't – necessarily communicating too well with the Nile organizers. and Yeah. That seemed to put a spur in their Ooh, haunches. haunches. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, dude. Tied it in. Yeah, Beautifully. I think I did. Um, so they're having troubles there. They tore down the, the grandstand. So if you haven't been in Billings a long time, the grandstand is no longer. It's weird. You don't get to watch outdoor rodeo in a very awkward horse racing horse racing grandstand anymore <laughs> and racially troubling events yep. <laughs> just a few just a couple yep. I, mean, it's, I mean it's a minor amount yeah the wild indian toss i think they call that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. i do miss the, the the indian horse relay that was that was, it was that was rad. a fucking event if, yeah, you, if you ever have the opportunity to go to one of those holy shit that was punk rock they're so fucking sweet yeah they get after it those dudes are badass yeah There's buddy no way <laughs> what else has happened with uh June 7th you're going to go to the, the polls if you're a registered voter and um you know and I'll vote on something that you already approved yeah and get to vote on it again because revote I don't know something cuz it's dumb fucking Steve Zabawa doesn't accept sure um he was on the Went over to my mom's house today. She's like, oh, that Steve Zabawa's on the, the TV. He was so mad. People were just tearing down his signs. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's a wildly unpopular position you're taking, <laughs> know, Steve. Right? Jesus. Uh, the problem is the people who vote right, probably support that shit. And the people who don't vote don't. Yeah, That's- and the people that voted and already approved recreational Montana in statewide you know, where democracy actually happened and, and, and ran fine. Um, apparently that's not good enough, so we're just going to re-vote on everything now yeah, that we absolutely. don't agree with. I mean, You bet until you get the right answer, huh? Exactly. That's fucking ridiculous. Sure is. What a Jeff Esman thing to do. <laughs> um, April 11th, it snowed a lot. Yeah. That happened. Sure People did. losing their minds about that. It was the first day... I thought I could go to work, you know, throw it in four-wheel drive and go, and then I pulled on the interstate and immediately did a, a job. I'm like, I immediately regret this decision. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's pulling my trailer on the, on the interstate, which was just basically a sheet of ice, and they uh-huh. couldn't see past the hood. I'm like, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> that Luckily, was I got as, out of that. About as slick as it's been here. Oh, God, that was terrifying. The, the snow wasn't, like, crazy deep. It was plenty deep, but it was just wet and cold yeah and and it was warm when it started and got real cold (laughs) yeah that was a long day of work a couple days of work for us brutal uh 
so there was our obligatory weather. You want to talk more about weather? I mean, geez, the grass and the pollens. Oh, yeah. Coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got the old allergies kicking in pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hey, got yep. some hail today. Oh, we sure did. Actually, I think it was corn snow. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Or I think the uh, proper term is grapple. <laughs> grapple? Yes. Grapple. Uh-huh, I think, uh, uh. I think uh, when grapple gets clumped up, it becomes corn snow. Okay. I don't know. Potato, potato. <laughs> potato, tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know, man. First Friday was this past weekend. That seems to be a popular event downtown. Uh, if you're looking to purchase a house in the town, well. Go fuck yourself. Exactly. Yep. Uh, you're looking for something to do. I don't know. Go down to Kirk's Grocery. There seems to be something going on there. Become constantly. a realtor. You can become a realtor, yeah. Speaking uh, of which, we should probably thank our anonymous realtor friend for their Wait, contribution to the decor at mm-hmm. the dump three point i mean we should call it 3.1 now with this new addition i think we should it revolutionized the space i think it did a little bit and uh it, it makes it a lot nicer when i peer across the table <laughs> but it does yeah you seem to be looking over my left shoulder quite a bit i can't mm-hmm. fucking see it from where i'm sitting and i'm kind of pissed off was, about that i i debated whether to put it behind me <laughs> or put it behind you <laughs> And I aired on the side of behind you. <laughs> That's a good good choice. It so was. I, I still have a real good clean shot at <laughs> Custer's last fight with the little shell Chippewa tribe T-shirt hanging over the top of it, which oh. I, which I support wholeheartedly. <laughs> the four XL yep. Chippewa. Yeah, yeah. It's like you want a T-shirt? I sure do. <laughs> this is baking smock size shirt. It's wonderful. The uh, newest. The newest contribution to the decor is both sexist and racially questionable. Well, and brought to us by a beer company, <laughs> but a different beer company than brought us the Custer's Last Fight painting. Well, uh, same company, I think. Oh, it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Anheuser-Busch so it's congruent. Bud. It's congruent, yep. right? Yep. AB and Bev. No, I mean nobody here drinks Bud Heavy or Bud Light. Yuck. That, that was. Talking with the wife last night is like I can't remember the last time I had a butt heavy. No, like voluntarily, I was like, you know what I want, a butt heavy. <laughs> I'd really like a carbonated bottle of Mrs. Butterworth's. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a lot of sugar, man. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what's happening in town? Uh, May eighteenth. If you want to go down to Craft Local and, and watch the Redmen come up from Rapid City, they're yeah. playing a show down there. I and highly recommend that. And the life uh, after. And the life after, which was not. The life before, but the life now, the life after playing. Yeah. At Craft Local. Yeah. Life after. Is it their first show? World after. I, I think it is remember. their first show as yeah. a, a band. Yeah, it's the first show. Uh, kind of an all star super group sort sure of is. situation. It sure is. Definitely worth seeing. And there's a suggested donation, which means it's free. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I suggest you leave some money. Yeah, well. Because the Red Men are awesome. You'd just wait until afterward, see if it's worth it to you. And <laughs> yeah, then. it would. I mean, but actually, yeah, the Red Men—they haven't been together in quite a while. They're on a on a tour. Yeah, that's pretty rad. They're they're meandered around the the, the North America. And I'll just check my notes here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you wanted to look up what uh, Kendall Cotton was referring to in his, uh, uh, I want to call it a speech. It's a sort of like class project. Yeah, that's good. It's class <laughs> presentation. His class presentation. 
uh, his gentle density presentation. Uh, Eric Dietrich with uh, Montana Free Press does a really good article on what he's talking about. What the fuck he was talking about. If you go to montanafreepress.org or whatever it is, you can look up uh, Study Argues Pro Duplex Zoning Would Ease Montana's Housing Crunch. Yeah. You read that article and get all the pertinent information okay. where he kind of comes from and you got some free time. Go for it. Gentle density. Exactly.